Welcome to Radical Resilience, the podcast. I'm your host, Pega Kadkodian. Resilience is more than just learning to bounce back from adversity. It is both a spiritual and practical journey of returning to the essence of who you are. With Radical Resilience, life can throw anything at you, and no matter how tossed around you get, no matter how hard you fall, you have the ability to get back up and come home to yourself. Hear the inspirational stories of women who embody radical resilience and learn the resources you need to reclaim your passion, purpose, and power. Welcome to Radical Resilience, the podcast. I am so excited to be here with all of you today and to introduce my next guest. It is so special for me to have her on an episode. She is the reason that the radical resilience transformation process even exists. Not only is she someone who has been a dear friend of mine for over 25 years, she has been instrumental in my work, development, and really instrumental in the creation of Radical Resilience. So she is a women's leadership coach, dancer, women's circle and retreat facilitator, and an earth-based ritualist. She's committed to helping change-making entrepreneurs and leaders align their core values with their vision and become more impactful leaders and embody their mission in life with confidence. She's been teaching, leading groups, and running her business for over 16 years. She's facilitated hundreds of classes, workshops, events, and retreats. She's led thousands around the globe in expanding their businesses and igniting their leadership. She lives right now in the Bay Area with her husband, David, and her cute little nugget, Quinn, newest addition to their family. And she runs her retreats on her 22 acres of expansive land. So without further ado, I bring you Miss Ashley Burnett. Ashley, thanks for being here. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yes, girl. <laughs> so Ashley and I just go back years and years and years. We used to dance together back in the day, and that's really how our friendship started. We were dancing our heinies off. <laughs> we were, you know, in our 20s, just, you know, doing what you do in your 20s. But uh, what I love yeah. about you, Ash, is that you're still doing that. It's still such a part of who you are. And really, you've inspired me to reignite that part of myself again, most recently. You know, your bio really says it so well. You embody the things that you teach the women that you work with. And, you know, I can say from personal experience that it is a truly remarkable thing to work with you, to witness what you do in the world, and to be your friend. Thank you so much. And just been such a pleasure to have, I feel like the synchronistic path that we've been on together. And I'm just <laughs> super, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> when I go back, I'm kind of floored at how we've paralleled over the years. Here we are. And here we so are. I'm super stoked to be here. The story just goes on and on like this. Obviously, now she's doing leadership and embodiment, and she's teaching women how to create amazing events and retreats and things of that nature. And I'm doing my own version of that with my resilience coaching and really supporting executive and high powered women in cultivating their resilience. So it's really remarkable how our paths have been so parallel. And she also has an incredible story of resilience to share. And more than that, my, my goal today with her is for her to share with you some really beautiful avenues for healing. Ashley, if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your story and your journey of resilience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, originally from the small town, Quincy, Illinois, in the Midwest. And uh, when I was 25, just got this very strong hit 
it's time to move out west. So I moved out west and was a massage therapist and moved into you know, teaching, leading dance workshops and choreographing and things like that. And for 10 years, I spent time one-on-one with clients as a massage therapist, not talking (laughs) really. And there was this kind of, you know, as that, as the years went by, there was this moment of, wait a minute, I feel like I have more to share. Right. And in my late twenties, I essentially started having these crazy pains start to flood into my body. When I explained that to my mom, she was like, oh girl, you're having a gallbladder attack. So all the, all the women on the, my mom's side have had hereditary gallbladder disease at, at, early, at early ages. And so I had, you know, attack after attack after attack. And finally, I'm literally laying on um, the table at San Francisco General Hospital to get my gallbladder removed. My now husband and I had been dating for like two months or three months. We fell in love right away and did two years of long distance. So he flew out from Omaha for this surgery and I'm laying on this table and I'm going, I cannot take this gallbladder out. (laughs) I can't take this organ out of my body right now. It just doesn't feel right. And so I literally jumped off the table and decided to work on healing my gallbladder through diet and lifestyle shifts. That truly was the catalyst for me to come into the coaching world. I, like Pega shared, became a health coach at the beginning. I uh, enrolled at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and thought I was going to go down this path of not supporting people with their gallbladder pain necessarily, but, um, you know, really helping them to improve their diet and lifestyle shifts and kind of got into this body image positive body image coaching. Um, and what actually happened was people were coming to me organically to ask me about how I built my business and how I, how I developed the confidence to do that and all these other pieces. So really organically, this business then shifted from a health coaching business into this kind of business and leadership coaching work. And, um, you know, I, I, as I look at it now, I look back at it and, and realize that it was really, I think, because my mom and her mom were entrepreneurs. And I come from this long line of, of kind of strong entrepreneurial women. Um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, uh, was one of the first female optometrists in the Chicagoland area. Her, now talk about resilience. <laughs> This woman, her husband died two days before her first child was born, put her into labor, and here she is, a single mother, and she decides to reopen her late husband's optometry practice. So as a single mother in the 40s in Chicago, she takes the train in every day, is in a, you know, in school with all men, and as a single mom decides to reopen her late husband's optometry practice was one of the first females in the entire nation to fit uh, folks for contact lenses. And so I, I really look back at that story now. It really didn't dawn on me until a couple of years ago that that's kind of why, like that was my path, right? That was my lineage. 
And um, my mom was my dance teacher and ran a very you know, successful dance studio business for about 25 years and went back to school and ran other businesses after that as well. And so it's really, that was the backbone for me. And I realized that that's part of why organically folks started just coming to me for this business and leadership coaching work. Fast forward eight years or so, I, it's funny, yes, I had my, my, my first child here just six months ago and postpartum can exacerbate gallbladder. <laughs> um, so it can pregnancy, but somehow I kind of like didn't, I, I, I got, un, I was unscathed <laughs> during the pregnancy and I, um, but postpartum, I started having some pain and a really bad attack again. And it was this moment again for me to just look at my body and ask myself, okay, where am I out of alignment? You know, what's out of alignment for me? So for me, the gallbladder is this moment of, it's kind of like this ding, 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 ding. And I've just realized, okay, it's another opportunity instead of getting really super bogged down like oh this is coming back again 10 years later it's an opportunity for me to what do I need to do to shift my body myself my being my energetic being with um, this place of alignment of where I am right here right now and so it was an opportunity for me to really clean things up again for myself so that I could be the clearest vessel for not only my family, my child, my husband, but my community, the community that I'm serving. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's, it's like you are really a, an incredible example of being so tuned into your body and really honoring the communication that you get from your body. And so frequently, I think, um, as women and certainly as professional women, as entrepreneurs or, or women who are up to something, it can get really easy to ignore the signals that we're getting from our bodies. And one of the pillars of the radical resilience transformation process, as you know, is unconditional acceptance, which is all about learning how to sit with and be with not only your emotions, but be inside of your body. I think so often people in our society in particular operate from the neck up and they're just not in their bodies to even be able to be tuned into the messages that their body is trying to send them, whether they're feeling exhaustion and adrenal fatigue, or in your case, something like a, a massive gallbladder flare up being the thing that makes you sit up and pay attention. And oftentimes it takes some really extreme situation like a gallbladder attack or getting really sick or getting injured before we really stop to pay attention. And so I'd love for you to share with our listeners your approach to embodiment and really being in the body as a way of healing. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many ways that we can approach this. I think one of the, the issues that most of us are facing in this kind of busy tech-driven society that we're in right now is there's this frantic feeling of like, I don't have enough time, right? And the truth is when it comes to our bodies, we don't need a 90 minute yoga class. We don't need to like go on, you know, an epic nine mile hike or even take a 45 minute walk to drop into our body. 
one of the things that I teach in the work that I do, I work a lot with what I call energetic hygiene and this upcoming course that I have called Unleash Your Impact, which is all about holding space for others to, you know, step into their brilliance through groups and events and retreats and things like that is as a space holder. But let's face it, all of us are space holders for other people in one way, shape or form. If we're in roles of leadership at the office, or if we're mothering children, any of that, we're in a role of leadership. And so it's really important for us to be able to tune into our own energetics and learn how to ground, manage, and clear our energy before we maybe lead that event during the event and after the event, or before we start our day, throughout our day, and at the end of our day, so that we're not taking on others' energy and that leads to burnout, right? If we're kind of not doing any of these things, we can't manage long-term and we burn out and it's not a sustainable way to live our lives, right? So I think a lot of these practices, when I talk about energetic hygiene, I think they're so basic that we don't prioritize them, right? And, you know, you and I have studied um, this kind of Hawaiian shamanic system, right, of, of Huna. And one of the things that um, our <laughs> Kumu talked about when we were studying that was around foundation and how are you going to show up for yourself in a day before you show up for anybody else and you know i have to say now that i have a small child it's proving to be more difficult right to set that internal foundation but one of the things that i even do is just taking three deep grounding breaths finding center before i get out of the bed and make sure that i take a deep, deep, deep inhale through the nose, <clears throat> exhale either through the nose or exhale through the mouth, whatever is going to feel most in alignment, and set that tone for the day. You can also, you know, reach over, grab your journal, and write down, you know, how do I want to feel today? What are my three intentions for how I want to feel throughout this day today? Um, and that's just one simple, simple way. You can even take it to the next level, place one hand on the heart, one hand on the belly as you're taking those breaths just as a moment of gratitude for your body, for your being, for being able to show up in this vessel today um, and centering. So that's one thing. Another thing I like to do actually at the start of a day is to go outside. And now, right now it's super sweet because I get to take Quentin with me. <laughs> we literally go outside. I have a, a deck that walks right out of my bedroom. And I look outside and I say, hello, plant friends. Hello, animal friends. Um, and I, we kind of do this whole ritual where we're just greeting the earth and greeting our connection to the earth, right? We forget that we are these bodies that are part of nature. And we, a lot of us are feeling like we're turning into our own computer screens, right? Or our phones. <laughs> um, so it, it's this beautiful practice to remember that we're part of nature. You can, if it's nice out, you can even go out plant your bare feet on the earth and have a moment to, you know, ground into the energy that is the earth and how we're part of that. And um, instantly the whole body, when we do a connection to earth like that, 
is totally relaxed. So that's something that you can do throughout the day as well as to like walk barefoot on the earth. Just simple, simple practices. And then another one to kind of clear uh, your own space at the end of a day obviously is um, of course the breath and you know pega just as as also a yoga instructor how important breath work is um obviously some deep fire breathing in and out through the nose really fast <laughs> breath of fire would be a really great way to kind of clear out stagnation or move through energy but i also love I, I'm a bath girl, and so I will go into like a whole bathing ritual two to three times a week that is super, super powerful, and I might combine that with some sort of guided uh, meditation process to help release and let go of others' energy as well. So there's just so many practices that we can do to connect in with our bodies, and they can be super simple and take, you know, three minutes to do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's so good. And I love that you bring up the simplicity of these practices because I think we often overestimate what it takes to just connect to our bodies. You know, you mentioned the breath and it really is sort of the last life force and really the, the most important life force that we have. I recently heard this really cool statistic, which is you can go three weeks without food. You can go three days without water but you can only go three minutes without breath and that's it, you know? So just the simple act of taking a deep breath in the morning. I love that. And then finding ways, as you said, throughout the day to connect with the body is so important. I, I love that you brought up energy hygiene. It's something I often speak about as well in the radical self-care component of things. And certainly just with clients one-on-one -on -one as well. One thing that I actually gained from doing one of your programs was the idea of having an evening energy hygiene ritual and you know, you like baths. I do a shower. I often don't have the time, even at the end of the day to do the bath. Right. One thing I, I do is just the salt scrub in the shower. I like to, to light some Palo Santo and just kind of clear the space. But I love the fire breathing at the end of the day too. So what great practices. Well, yeah. And one more I got to share right now is through humming. So if we're talking about breath, you can double dose it up with a hum. So literally like take a deep breath in and then hum for two minutes straight. And this was a practice that a sound healer that I worked with shared with our group actually during that Unleash retreat that is now being converted into the online course. The benefits of that hum of a slow and steady long-term hum, two minutes plus, I think, is lowering the heart rate, the blood pressure without pharmaceuticals, a reduction of stress-related um, stress related hormones, also kind of upping the nitric oxide in the body naturally, so it widens our blood vessels and we can just bring in um, more oxygen. And it also helps to reduce, you know, just stress and, and enhance our sleep and all these other things. So play around with humming. And I do that <laughs> before, you know, as I'm breastfeeding right now still, I'm literally doing that as I'm putting him down. And so I'm getting it, he's getting it. It's really pretty powerful. And you know, it's just such a simple thing. Again, simple. it's like, it's, we're just <laughs> so humming, simple. you know, it's just a simple, yeah. simple thing. And we think, yeah. oh my gosh, like it has to be this big ordeal and it's not. And you know, it just as a reminder to all of our listeners, 
the body is such a key component to our healing and our resilience. And as we know now, and the CDC has validated that stress is at the source of so much disease Mm -hmm. that when we can really begin to pay attention to the body, to honor what the body's messages are and do these little simple practices, it can be tremendously impactful. And we know too that trauma is stored in the body. And so as we begin to drop into the body and we begin to do some of this body work, whether it's yoga or Qigong or, you know, Tai Chi or whatever your particular or dance break, is. whatever. Yeah. You know, a dance <laughs> a break, break. get up and do a booty break. Yeah. You're really moving that energy around in the body and you're dislodging that energy and the trauma that's being stored in the body and you're moving it so that it can begin to move up and out. So what an incredible gift we have to be in these physical bodies that we often take for granted and neglect. So thank you, Ashley, so much for some of those little simple insights that we can begin to implement right away. And if people do want to get a hold of Ashley, you can certainly visit her website, strongbodylove.com. She is also on Instagram and Facebook, so you can certainly find her there. Ashley, I want to thank you again so much for coming on the show, for sharing your beautiful story, your incredible insights. I'm so honored to know you, to call you a friend and a fellow colleague in the world and in the work that we're doing as a fellow light workers. So thank you again for being here. For our listeners, we're going to have another amazing guest on next week. So be sure to tune in, subscribe, download, and uh, share. We wish you so much love and aloha from my heart to yours. Namaste. I'm Pega Cadcodian. Thank you for listening to Radical Resilience, the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and rate. And remember to share this with all the amazing women in your life. Join us next week for another episode of Radical Resilience, the podcast.